0: My poetic soliloquy, poetic soliloquy. I just want to speak my mind, speak my mind. As if that were possible. <laughs>
1: I'm down for mine. Cut the mob and I'm golden, and I can't help but shine. Can't lie, going through hell where all the demons dwell. What police kill black man never see jail cell? Where you from, dude? I'm from right here.
0: Right here. I walked
1: these streets all my life. I've been, I've got my ass on plenty times by this. They shot my brother, they shot my brother and gave him input about it.
0: what up what up welcome to a next another episode of savage talk brought to you by cinema central a network of savage castle productions llc we are a network of creatives you know we got we got writers actors you know just just creative people coming together you know to you know get get a united cause um Speaking of creative people, we definitely have to give a salute, you know, and say, uh, I got this was some devastating news to catch today that we lost, we lost a Cleveland legend, man. We lost a Cleveland legend, Melvin Hutchison. You know, I want to start off saying rest in peace, Melvin Hutchison, who, you know, found out he passed today, you know, uh, man, Mr. Millie Grant. you know, uh, Oh man, that that bro was, you know, connected with everybody, you know, uh Man, that's a big loss for the city. I don't, I don't think some people understand, you know, uh bro was, was real people, you know, uh, he he had a um he had radio shows, the hip hop workshop. I I knew him from the hip hop workshop for real. You know, uh Man, bro bro's uh, his resume is just so deep. But, you know, I know bro, from the hip hop workshop and we we got a lot of work in together after that, you know, with Al Porter, you know, Swave Gotti, the, the bros, man. I, I know they going through it, with, going through it right now, man. So I definitely send my love out to, you know, to Melvin's family. Um that's a tough one, man. He was just so involved. I, I think everybody knew Melvin. You know, if you from Cleveland, you you knew Melvin, you knew Millie Grant. You know, i just sad that my, you know, my brother gone. You know, but my my brother he he always had that spirit. He was he with the ancestors now. So you know, we 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 celebrate our people. You know, as they pass, you know, it's it's, it's a double edged sword. It's sad and it's you know, man. Yeah, sorry, y'all. That's that's a tough one you know we already been going through some tough stuff with losing some people you know that was, like melvin was a real close friend um i definitely consider him a close friend and that one just hurts so uh yeah just keep sending a prayer out to his family um i'm I'm, I'm also typing stuff right now so uh, bear bear with me everybody you know i'm trying to make sure everybody has a chance to tune in you know um, Cause we definitely got to have our salute to the great Millie Grant, who's with the ancestors right now, passed away today. Cleveland legend. So we definitely salute. And uh, I know, I know, a sad, sad way to start off, start the show off. But you know, we we got we got to salute our peoples. We got we got to honor them while they're here. Give them flowers while they're here. Uh, man, it's hard to even go. It's hard to even like go on after that, but I wanted to get everybody in here because we we do have an announcement you know we we are getting on a schedule you know uh we'll, we'll be streaming mornings at ten o'clock you know uh mornings at ten o'clock be in tune with us we are that'll be on all we'll be throwing many promos out for that, but yeah, we'll be streaming mornings at ten o'clock ten o'clock you know, so that'll give you a little Spot to kind of measure, you know, to stay tuned. You know, I, I'll still be streaming other stuff beyond that. You know, because sometimes I'll, I'll get stuff on my brain, or or somebody brings something to my attention, and we'll just stick to it, and we'll kind of, you know, go over that subject. Um, I, I I try to be unbiased, but I, I'm, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I'm not I'm not unbiased. Like, you know, most most of our perspective is it, well, all of our perspective is is black first. You know. Um, from, and I'm, I'm middle of the hood black. (laughs) I grew up middle of the hood, you know, I, I didn't grow up no crook, you know, but I grew up in the middle of the hood. Like I I got the best and the worst of it. So that's where my perspective, that's, that's where my, um, that's where I'm coming from. Um, so don't, don't be scared to to tune in, to chime in, you know, on comments, comment, let me know what you're thinking about our episodes. You know, I know this episode is more about what we're about to do as far as with the with our episodes. And we we're, we'll try to, you know, switch it up a little bit for you. You know, uh we we want to want to bring you many things. And like 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 I said, we are this is a Cinema Central program and Cinema Central is a network of creators. We're doing films, music, videos, um, we're doing music. Uh live live events there's just so much we're involved in and we want to make sure that the community gets a chance to get involved with that and you know we're mostly based in Cleveland but we do travel you know and we are willing to work with people outside of Cleveland outside of Ohio you know so just you know keep in contact with us you know if you're trying to get into the movies if you're trying to get a little bit of um training and resources as far as you know learning the game you know, sorry, my phone like that. That's my camera. I got to keep my uh camera on. That's, that, I think that's my wife out there, but you know, I got to keep the camera on. We still, like I told y'all, I'm from the middle of the hood. I'm still in the middle of the, hood. <laughs> you know, uh, like I ain't playing with that. I'm still in the middle of the hood. Shoot, I've 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 been on a Zoom call and had a gunfight right out in front of my window. Um, so yeah, I ain't playing when it comes to that. But I'm coming from a I'm also coming from a college educated level, you know, uh, I did did attend Cleveland State University for um, film and digital media. Um, I also also had many programs and created many organizations in there. Uh, Spent most of my time debating and learning from PhDs and, you know, uh, people from different cultures and actually created a organization called culture and action in Cleveland state. I hope it's still in action right now, but you know, it was basically about bringing cultures together, um, to sh- share our resources and, and work on one accord. Um, as far as certain things, you know, I think all of our cultures have to kind of like all cultures need to step back and have an identity to even work. And that's something that, you know, black, black culture hasn't had in a while, you know, um, in many neighborhoods, there's no such thing as like the black community, we're so spread out. So, you know, we. We'll, I'm doing my bid to try to close that gap. And other than that, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a citizen of this world, this universe, you know? Um, I, I believe in standing up for, you know, all, all like anybody who needs to be stood up for, you know, that's within your vicinity. Sometimes, you know, as a man, you know, you stand up, say something, you know, I know know we kind of got out of that in the new age. I know people kind of like tuck their tails and tuck their noses and everything uh, when it comes to like public issues. And that's sort of why we have so many public issues is that nobody, nobody steps in anymore. Uh, We need to get away from that if we're going to call ourselves a community. Because right now, the community is pretty much overran by, you know, the the crazy cats, young thugs and the old, old crooks. <laughs> like, we've been overrun by the young thugs and the old crooks. And a lot of the people who are the community people kind of indoors at the moment. We do got people still fighting out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, shh, like you know, OG that we just lost, you know, Melvin Hutchinson you know, speaking of him and, you know, Al Porter shoe. Black on black crime Inc. like them guys are still standing, standing in the gap for us, you know, physically out there, still rocking out for, you know, people and, you know, not just protesting police violence, but protesting, you know, violence against each other. Like, you know, we, we got, we got to attack it all, you know, cause we know our people are killing each other at a high rate. I won't say no higher rate than any other race, but. You know, just because other races are killing each other at that rate don't mean we need to be killing each other at that rate. Right now, I think we are like a we had a crazy rate. Like, you know, can't nobody get at the white people rate, you know, the, the the wars and the mass genocide and all that, you know. So, you know, but we ain't comparing. You know, I just had to throw that in there, though. Y'all know me. <laughs> um, yeah, to our topic. We'll, we'll quickly run through this topic. Uh. Meek Mill, Meek Mill is under fire for you know his album cover, and you know there was actually a video that kind of surfaced that you know a guy was going crazy about his album cover. Like this shit is disrespectful, all oh, this motherfucker. Ah. Matter of fact, I, I can't even mimic it, so I'm just gonna play it. Here you go. Excuse me.
1: Look at this bus that goes by in my neighborhood. What the? This? What the <laughs> f- this? What is this? This is on the side of, of, of a bus. This is on the side of a bus. Rolling like through your covers. street. It's it's rolling on do. the side it's of your street. Is this what you want black women? Is this what you want black women? Is this what you want? <laughs> look On the side of a bus. Is this what, you want, is this what you, want? Is this you want black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? This is how you want to look. This is how you want to be portrayed. Stand up. To... I'm from Philly. I actually should support Meek Mill. This is disgusting. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see. That's pussy. Let's not mistake him What this pink dot is. This is disgusting. This is satanic. I'm so sick of this.
0: I'm... Man. Kinda of crazy, ain't it? For the, for the world, for the ones listening on Spotify and the other audio streaming services, it, that basically was a video. Like Meek Neal, he got his album cover uh, basically posted all over a bus, and I mean it. It, it looks pretty bad. Um, I would say first opinion. Like if if I was out with like my if I was out with like some of my yeah with that with the younger kid younger nephews nieces all that i I would be kind of pissed off like it's it's, it's sort of like the lizzo thing remember when lizzo showed her ass at the uh at the nBA game there was like a little kid little little kid behind her just with his eyes wide wide open like and it's just um oh man it's about i think sometimes sometimes you gotta kind of be a little bit more appropriate when you got to think about what you're doing. You know, when it's like public stuff, you got to think about the audience that is, that's seeing it and all that. Like, like that wasn't no late night stuff. Like if you riding it around on the late night, Hey, your kids need to have their asses in bed anyway. But That looked like it was early morning and, you know, you know, uh, riding around with, with pussy all on your car. (laughs) That's pretty messed up, man. Cause like, it's many ways to look at it, because we we can kind of look at it from an artistic standpoint. You know, uh, artistically, you know, Meek Mill, you know, he has his right to sh- express himself artistically. Like, you know, we really not supposed to be kind of, uh, you know, censored like that. Um, in, in comparison, like you can go to almost any downtown, the downtown of any major city. And you see a, see a statue of a white man with his dick out. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like downtown Cleveland, you go down there. There's, there's naked white men. Some, like some of these places, they'll even have like babies. Like they had like the little, the Nephilim, you know, you know, with the, with with his throwing history in there, they're supposed to be like the little angels. I know we all seen like the little angels in the pictures, the European art, where they got the little babies with their penises out and all that, you know, it's, some of your opinion, art is kind of strange. <laughs> like, and, you know, like, a lot of that stuff was the stuff that kind of is in the Catholic Church and kind of you might kind of put one and two together, like, that a lot of them had, like, flavor to see, like, little little kids naked and see men naked. Like, it's women. They had the women naked, too. But, like, there was something about them and naked men, like, in showing their penises and, like it is, it's like weird, and they like, I guess they consider as long as the penis was small that it was artistic. <laughs> like, so when they went over and seen like the African art with motherfucking dicks hanging out, swinging and shit, they're like, That's not
1: art, tear that shit up. No, <laughs> like penises don't come that big. What the hell,
0: <laughs> like, like, yeah, um, but like, you know. If you go to any museum, you're gonna see some naked artwork. And I can get with that point. You know what I'm saying? You go to any museum in the world, you're gonna see a titty, a penis, ass, you know, you're just gonna see it, whether it's on the painting or graphic design with with the newer uh things. You know, it's I know everybody in Cleveland remember when Sharon Reed uh joined the thing where everybody got naked downtown and they did the pictures and you know, it was like hundreds of people just naked down there and just like, you know, some people consider that art, you know, like you, you, you can, you can be the judge of that. Like, and maybe that's what Meek Mill was doing. Like, you know, he, I heard like they, people were trying to defend it. Like, it's just like, it's just art, you know, but on the other end, we have to dig into like hip hop, you know, and, and how you know hip-hop kind of got kidnapped a little bit you know you know the 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 beginning years in hip-hop you know it was kind of used to uplift women uplift our neighborhood tell people about the struggle all the stuff that was going on in our neighborhoods but over time you know like it kind of got took over to where it became like all about you know uh about the money and disrespecting women, like, you know, disrespecting ourselves, basically, you know. Um, and, and if it wasn't disrespecting ourselves, it was about shining. You know, it ain't all about disrespecting ourselves. We ain't gonna dog hip hop like that. Because I, 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 I'll, I'll say more mainstream hip hop because underground hip hop is just the most amazing thing on the planet. Uh, <laughs> and some of it ain't even really that underground. It's just not it's just not pop music like y'all used to, like the like the uh, like the Drakes and the uh or like more mainstream now, like the King Von and the Lil' Dirk and all that, like, you know, where where they music is about pure violence. You know, it's about and it ain't it ain't just music, like they actually killing each other and putting it in songs. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad out here. That's where, that's where hip hop at now, but it's like it's kind of lost its roots a little bit. So you got to pay attention to stuff like that. You have to pay attention to to more things, like, like, you know, about the abuse of our women, you know, like it gets to a point where it's like, hey, like y'all soft ass cats gotta stop like attacking our women, you know what I'm saying? Stop exposing our women like that, you know, because with it being in the mainstream so much, that's how they look at us, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we just disrespectful to our women as, as a culture, you know, and that's not true. Like as a culture. Like the women are the top of our culture. You know, uh most cultures are patriarchal. you know what I'm saying? They 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 go off a patriarch. The black community isn't a patriarch, so it's a matriarch. Most most black households, the woman is the head of that household. Like, you know, it it might not even it might not be financially, but most of them is it is financially like, but like spiritually, you know, um, like who's making the rules, like all like. Who's making certain decisions, who's taking who's taking care of the house, stuff like that. In a black community, it's a lot of women doing that. You know, it's a lot of women that are ahead of the household. That's that's why when you get like real men getting with some of these women, sometimes we clash, you know, because the women are used to like, you know, holding shit down in our community. And that's just how it is. Even when you go back to our our ancestors, you know, over in over in Africa, and and you know, even here, our ancestors here they, they held women to a high level. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't that they had to do it. It was that, you know, this is what women did, you know? Um, they weren't just these submissive, like these submissive creatures that, you know, TV taught, you know, a lot of women to be like, that's, that's some recent stuff. Like even, even our, even a lot of family structures is recent. is recent from like television. I'm going to put it just like that before television, the family structure was a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Like usually communities, they found like the top men and the top women in that community and they ran that community. And a lot of times these people would take in a lot of people in the community, you know, like and that's why, you know, it was always Big Mama House. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that was in the black community, Big Mama House, where you have multiple people living in there. You know what I'm saying? it would be cousins. It'd be friends of the cousins, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody knew this house was like, you know, the kingdom. It was a kingdom within the middle of the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we that's how I grew up. Um, my grandmother, shoot, my grandmother, grandma Castleberry, like that was a big household. That was a very big household. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people I grew up with, they all had them households. They always had a grandmother or auntie that held it down. And you know, not to say that the men weren't there. Like, like the men were definitely there. You know, uh, within our community, a lot, a lot of men weren't like that. The during the times when I was growing up, that's when it, like we had the mass incarceration, and they were attacking the mentality of a lot of black men. You know, Biden and Kamala Harris, yes, them. <laughs> like that's the stuff they were doing to us. You know, that's how they got in power. I'm gonna keep telling y'all that. You know, that's how they got in power. That all that bad shit we was going through. In, in in the freaking eighties in the early nineties, they helped make that shit happen. You know, um a lot of our people were locked up. A lot of our people, some of them motherfuckers deserve to be locked up, you know what I'm saying, through the little gang war, but that's 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 not the, all the people they were locking up. That's what they tend to like people tend to try to throw out like, oh man, it was bad. Like some of them motherfuckers need to be locked up. Yeah, they did. But they were doing stuff like locking up people like for life <laughs> or fucking twenty, thirty years for getting caught with like a dime bag of weed, you know what I'm saying, minor crimes, people getting caught for minor uh, traffic violations and, and getting years in jail, you know what I'm saying, like getting beat and, and getting taken from their families, like it's, there's a lot of history with it, you know what I'm saying, like that that's basically the point of it, there's a lot of history that goes behind our imagery and our art, you know, and so you have to be conscious of what you're doing. And I don't think McNeil was being conscious of what he was doing. I think he was trying to prove a point, but it, it he did it in a dumb way. And he doesn't have a good good record as far as his presentation. You know what I'm saying? Dude, be a little bit on the fence. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of us on the fence. That's yin and yang. That's life. You know what I'm saying? That's yin and yang life. But we we gotta get, get gotta to get to a point where we not straddling that fence. You know, uh, if we straddle that fence forever, we never gonna get anywhere. And that's for anybody. That's not just for black people. That's for any people, any anybody personally. If, if you straddling the fence of who you want to be, you're not going to get there. You know what I'm saying? Successful people are the people that jumped in, you know. Um, unsuccessful people are the people that were scared to jump in, that didn't, you know, that that thought thought about all these scenarios before they would jump in. You Like, you, you're supposed to think of some scenarios, but if you think of too many scenarios, Them scenarios don't cripple you. Um, Trust me. Um, But, yeah, Meek Mill, I got to give him a thumbs down for that one. Um, We need to do better with our imagery of our women, you know. And we just got to do better, you know. Like, whatever point he was trying to prove, they say, you know, he was trying to prove the opposite, you know what I'm saying? Like, that this how they display us, but like, Come on. I like I, I've listened to McMill music for years. His music ain't the most positive music. Uh, it's been getting more positive in the most in the more recent years. You know what I'm saying? Once he got locked up and he kind of, you know, when we were going through the Tamir Rice and, the, you know, Michael Brown uh, protests and all that, you know, he kind of got a little bit uplifted. I would say a little bit more uplifted than he needed to be. In that situation where i think it was a lot of other people that needed to be uplifted at that time that were kind of being put on the back burner for these celebrities and the celebrities just sold all y'all out so it's like we need to stop worshiping these celebrities and we need to go to our scholars go to our people as in the, go to our people and that's in the field that's the only reason why i showed that video earlier um that was a video of me in the field i don't want y'all, y'all to think that i'm a keyboard warrior you know, because we're doing this podcast, the podcast is even strange to me for real. Because I'm used to being in the field, you know. What I'm saying I'm used to being on the front lines. Uh, so sometimes it's hard to sit here and just talk to people. But I've learned from, you know, my ancestors, you know, and and my elders. You know, what I'm saying that you have to pass on your experience. You know, if you don't speak about your experience, people will never know. You know. That's why sometimes people get mad at me when I I cut them off in conversation because we'll be we'll be talking about certain stuff and I have to cut certain people off. Like, like, let let me let me give you a prerequisite before we talk about this. Like, we're not on the same level on this. Like, this is something I've lived and walked through and you're sharing your opinion. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes you have to make that difference when you're when you're talking to people and people won't know that unless you tell your story. So, you know, I'll be showing y'all little clips throughout my life, probably little news stories and concerts I've been through on, on some of these podcasts. Just to let y'all know, I ain't just no dude on here just talking. I, I do this like, you know, I have I've went against the whole uh, I went against the Department of Justice, you know, um, for my brother and for, you know, Tamir Rice. I stood there, you know, when everybody else was gone, I stood there alone against hundreds of police officers, you know. It was me and a couple other ladies, you know, and I showed y'all the video earlier to prove it. Like it, it was a little bit blurry. And for the people on that's listening, you know, they, they ain't no way to see it. But if you look in that video in the background, those were all police. That, that was Those were hundreds of police officers and U.S. marshals and all that. And on the other side, those were people that were in the restaurants. And they were booing us, throwing stuff at us, calling us niggas and everything else. Um, trying to trying to provoke us to fight because there was a lot of fights that day. Um, there was actually one that was, actually got popular on the news, but a guy threw a bottle of water at one of the protesters and he hit him and he threw a sign back at him and hit dude back. And then dude went on the news like, oh, I don't know why he just threw this and it hit me in the head. Like, they, you know, they play innocent. But, you know, they was calling us niggas and spitting at us and all everything. But, you know, for the most, we maintained our peace and. But they, they came at us heavy and they sent they sent some undercovers within the protest to kind of separate the groups. And while they were doing that, like the channel, channel five and channel three, they were all in there talking about, um, look at the protesters. They're starting to they're starting to crumble and fight with each other and all this. You know, what I'm saying causing division, you know, with little agents and all that. We, we were calling them out as they were there. We were calling the agents out like, dude, that dude's a fed. You know what I'm saying? Why are we Why are we going behind in alleys? Why are we protesting in alleys and backways? You know what I'm saying? Like so, we did start lightweight fighting in there, and I and I told people, I told people, man, I, I sat there and screamed at the top of my lungs because I was on the front lines of the Tamir Tamir Rice protest. I was on the front lines, and we got into an argument. So a couple people followed me, and a couple other people one way, and the majority followed these other guys that we kept telling them that these guys were feds. I got video of these guys, you know what I'm saying? We kept telling them like the, these guys were feds, and we don't even know these guys from the community. So we go by um we are by East Ninth. We are by East Knife, you know what I'm saying, where are all the little spots at. You know, the um they send all the um US Marshals and all that, they marching, they marching. And as we marching, they doing this little thing to where they'll send a couple officers in and they'll snatch one of the protesters and pull them in the crowd, they'll disappear. So we start peeping it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I'm one of the first people to see it. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, everybody run. Like, disperse, like disperse. They kidnapping us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and at the time, I, I had a contract with the New York Times, too. I, w- I was helping them with some jobs. And, and one of my guys that I was working with, he was up there, and he's on the camera. He doesn't see that. they snatching people. They don't care. They don't care if you're cameraman whatever. At this point, they're just snatching people and doing whatever they're doing. So I'm telling him, like, bro, like they about to snatch you up. He looked behind him, like, oh, crowd dispersed. So they just get to snatching all the protesters, arresting them, snatching them, snatching them, snatching them. I had to dip through the little parking lot to get away. And while I'm dipping through the little parking lot, they get a call. The police get a call, and they start running. We see them start running the other way. So I um I signal a couple of the other protesters, like, like, bro, that's the other protesters. They about to go get them. So. We try to run around and we try to catch them to see what's going. By the time we get there, they got all the protesters uh blocked off in the alley. They got them p- blocked off in the alleyway. You know, um, so as as we're going through, our numbers getting smaller and smaller. Like everybody, like, bro, I ain't fucking with that. Like, I ain't messing with that. So it's basically it's me and these two girls from Dayton. I'm so sorry that I can't remember their name right now. But it's literally out of out of hundreds and hundreds of protesters. End of the day is me and two other ladies. You know, everybody else them been arrested, They ran off. You know what I'm saying, or or went home. You know, but now at this point, it's like eighty people, like eighty people in this alley. So as, as I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, like like let them out, like like because I'm I'm at the time I'm thinking my cousins and all of them in there. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm I'm telling them to let them out of this alley, and so I get into it with the um with the bar sitting there on on the corner. The bouncers, they get to like laughing and all this, like talking all this crazy stuff. So, I mean, these dudes probably was, like three hundred pounds each. I like, I ain't care. Like, I, I would have smacked the soul out of one of them dudes at that point. And I told him that at that point too. Like, like y'all some coons, man. Like y'all, like y'all fry. Like, bro, this your people that they dogging, and you sitting here laughing like it's a joke. So they send the the uh, department, the U.S. Department of uh, Justice. They sent a representative out there to talk to me. So. They basically like, uh, what would it take to get y'all to leave? You know what I'm saying? Like, like how could we get y'all to leave and and, in this protest? And you know, I'm basically like, hey, let them go. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you like, we not leaving till you let them go. You know, so it's basically like, you know, we go back and forth for a minute. Like it was the news. The news is they were all watching us. They didn't put none of that on the news. Um, the only way, only way it got out on some of the news was like some of the independent, you know, journalists and. So I'm going back and forth with the Department of Justice um guy. Um so he go he goes back there and while he's going back there, we still getting I'm still getting into it with the uh people in the restaurants, they throwing shit at us, trying to spit at us and all this. So we get into it with them. The Department of Justice dude comes back out. He says, Um he like, man, I I'm sorry. He like I tried. He like they already gone. He like they already gone. So I'm like, how the hell did they get him out of there? So they didn't they didn't slip them out the other side of the alley and took them to a secret prison. Yes. Yes. Like <laughs> they took them to a little secret prison. That's on. I don't know if you, they, they probably going to ban my ass for, for exposing all this shit, but you know, I don't give a fuck, Like, <laughs> but it was, it was a little aviation. Y'all remember the aviation school up there by the lake, the aviation school, with the little jets got the little jets over there. You see them on the freeway when you're going by, they kind of pulled them in there. Nobody knew where these people were at. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, only way, only way people found out where they were at is that there was a guy from the plane dealer that was in the protest. They got arrested and he got one of the protesters phones, and he started recording that they had all these people in his paddy wagon, taking them to this secret, you know what I'm saying? Location. They weren't letting their families know nothing. And it is like, Man, some some of them people are still I know I know a lot of them people personally and some of them people are still dealing with with issues with that legally. Um man, some of the other protesters that we were involved in. Um one of the ladies that protested with her, she they actually um uh, charged her with lynching because uh the police officers was being rough with a young guy when we were getting out of a conference. And you know, people was like, You got us fucked up. We surround they we we surrounded the damn police, uh the little RTA bus police guy. And you start pepper spraying people, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it, it turned up. And they like because they, you know, they the protest and they got a little rowdy, they they charged their with lynching. Like the first case of lynching in years and years, you know, and they charge a protester. If that ain't a spit in the face of freedom <laughs> in the fight. Um I don't know what is, but yeah, I guess um that's all I really gotta say, man. Uh make sure y'all stay in tune. We will we'll be broadcasting at ten o'clock in the morning. Like we we're, we're on the schedule now. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try to keep that schedule, but you know I'm gonna be doing more than that schedule. We'll be we'll be streaming whenever we need to stream, basically. Um, You know I'm your host Savage Soliloquy. Follow me on IG at Savage Soliloquy. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, any of that. Um, Go follow us on YouTube at Savage Castle Productions LLC. Um, To stay in tune with some of our stuff, you do we we do shoot videos. We we shoot film. Um, If you look behind me, you know we got. You notice the screens and some of our lights and reflectors, equipment you know, uh, man, we got all types of equipment and we, we shoot 4k HDR. Um, if you need a video shot, if you need anything recorded, photography, graphic design, marketing, uh, whatever you need, come holler at me, come holler at us. We got a a big network full of people. You need actors. We got them on deck. Um, big network full of people. Uh, Let's go. Let's get it. With that, I got to say, what up, what up, what up? I hope y'all have an amazing night, rest of y'all night. Um, If you a sipper, sip up. If you a smoker, roll up Um, and do what you do. <laughs> I'm about to go kiss on my wife and uh, grab on the boot. You no, know, I probably shouldn't say that in public, but that's what the hell I'm about to go do. And I'm going to leave you with that video that we started off with of me going against the whole department, the whole Cleveland Department of Police and the U.S. Marshals and everybody else who they brought out. (laughs) Look real closely in the background of that video though like they was about to kill my
1: ass. from right here. I've right walked these streets all my life. I've been, I've got my ass plenty of times by them. I've been many times, no fucking reason at all. That's why I don't be funny all the time. They shot my brother. They shot my brother and gave him twenty-five years. That's the shit we get with here. They shooting people at and they only people that die. They beating people at They oppressing people. This ain't only about people that die. This s*** is motherfucking insane. Is for the freedom, justice, equality of the black man in America, so that I may take my title and my fame and go out and uplift little black people in the ghettos. Yes, black sir. people is catching hell. Black people who entertainers won't speak for. That's all right. those entertainers are coming here. Don't none of them really get on no television and give up every quarter to say something that's against white that's people right. in the government. All those entertainers, not getting on them, but I'm saying I have to lead the way. I have to be now. God has made me bigger than all entertainers in America. God has made me bigger than all entertainers in the world. God has made me bigger than all athletes in the world. Now it's my job to whoop this man, get my title so I can use it to help uplift the black man in America. That's why I go in the rain with this intention.